Hello, 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 everyone out there. Welcome back. Bike. I don't know what that was. <laughs> to another episode of Kimboology. It's your girl Kimbo here, aka Kimbo Kush, aka twerking on your daddy's couch. Dang. Bringing it bizak, right? It's me, guys. It's me, Becky. Oh, that's just Becky over there. <laughs> Smoking on her, her Baxter, pen. Baxter Lexter. Yeah. With the Bebo pens. With the Chet- The coastal Ch- grandma of <laughs> South Chicago. Coastal grandma. Yeah, that's a, that's like a new aesthetic. I'm sorry, what? So it's on TikTok. And it's literally like... We're starting so- early, y'all. <laughs> You're welcome. <laughs> Look at this bitch. You, can't you even live by a coast. Aye. You wear like oat-colored, like linen clothing. Oat-colored. Yeah. Oh, okay. <laughs> it's giving oat Cream. color. Cream <laughs> beige. You drive a luxury vehicle. Is it like your car? It's my car, <laughs> but like I also like your stoner. You love to cook from scratch. Like your skincare routine is sickening. <laughs> this bitch. Your home is like luxe but cozy. Ooh, it's giving like um, that's me. That's my aesthetic. Wood grain, like res- restoration, yes. rest- restorative. Very. Uh, do you ever see that movie Meryl Streep did with Alec Baldwin? Which, uh, where it was like you're speaking very ca- Caucasian <laughs> right now. <laughs> it was like a rom com that like I'm embarrassed that I Becky love. speaks white. But the aesthetics, like the cinematography, were it was so good. Okay, it was well, like I perfect live, California lifestyle. All right, I live so, for aesthetics. I do. Right. I do live. So a, I live for an a cute get aesthetic. Get into it. Hi guys. <laughs> uh, how are you today, uh, our listener? Hello. How are you, listener? Uh, we're we were literally look. Me and Becky were in our in our analytic bag, and we were like, let's look at our numbers, bitch. Actually, this is Becky's idea. So we were just like trying to be like, you know, we're trying to, you know, get more tapped into what's out there in the, with our audience, with you guys, uh, you listening to the, you know, the speaker. I'm trying to address now more like, yeah, is you like right now. I was like, we need to, ch-. I'm like, Becky, there's like, you. we have to, yeah, we have whoever to, is listening to this, whoever you are, you, you the person, right? <laughs> you are, yeah, that's, you're our special <laughs> listener, whoever you are, whether you are he, she, they, pets, an ex. Who stalks this podcast? You know, we you shout too. out to all y'all, or maybe not. <laughs> Fuck y'all, not just mine. Um, there might be multiple ones. You know what? We're, listen, we appreciate <laughs> all the guess. listeners. We also have haters, <laughs> and that's cool too. If you're so. hate listening to this, Becky, <laughs> look at this bitch. <laughs> She's high boots right now. So welcome to Kimboology, guys. Yeah. So we've just been like looking up our analytics, and we're trying to see like what you guys want from us and just kind of like what you guys are like really like, mm-hmm. you know, tuning in for and you guys like drama. You guys like chaos and uh, negativity. It seems like <laughs> so. <laughs> no, just playing. Well, at least um, the epi- well, I wanted Kim specifically to see like what episodes I've done with her that have done well. Yeah. Um, so I wanted to like, and all of them were like me talking about myself and my, yeah, y'all really want her to my personals. <laughs> Right. You could just find her in the personals. <laughs> I'm just kidding. No. Um, yeah, no, it was cute. Well, this is episode 82, guys. We always we always forget to do that. People be like, we are smooth. Half hour in. We don't know what episode this is. This is episode 82. Becky, episode 82. Isn't that crazy? I know. There's been 82 of these fucking things. I can't believe it. That's pretty crazy. I'm Time's flying. Proud. Very proud. Um, we're, we, you know, honestly, we strive to keep making this content from you guys, you know, um, we enjoy doing it. We really yes. do. Um, and we've been, you know, 
you know, shout out to the Rick Dog Network. Who, yes. When we, we have been doing some on-site. Um, so if you guys aren't privy to what's been going on, because we're really random, we just like decide to do these things and not, and not announce it. But we've been starting to do more um, live episodes. Like what we've actually recorded a couple episodes on location, meaning like not in our studio that we have here at the, at, at the Utopia. Um, uh, the latest one, we went to a friend of mine, a colleague that she's in the cannabis space, uh, um, Tiffany from Cannabella Lux. So if you guys are not familiar, that, that, uh, that will be, uh, the audio version will be released later on. So it'll be a part of our audio podcast. But if you want to see that now, we do have some, we've been working on some sickening visuals for you guys, um, via our YouTube, our Twitch channel and our Facebook um, group page. Uh, we have a Facebook page too, guys. So if you guys want we have that a Facebook page, oh my god, oh, shit. you're fired. <laughs> you're fucking fired, bitch. <laughs> I hate Facebook, but go on. I know Becky's not a Facebook stand. Mm-hmm. I know. Listen, listen. The boomers have fully infiltrated. Know. You know what? This is a perfect segue into pet peeve, guys. We're gonna go into pet peeve <laughs> right now. Get into because it. I have a fucking pet peeve for that ass. Okay. <laughs> Can I just say these boomers and their Facebook? You do not fuck with them. Okay. My mother is a Facebook. <laughs> Right, you know, all the older generation, the aunties are on Facebook, y'all. All All right, the uncles and aunties are on there. I gotta add, I'm gonna go on my Facebook just to add her. My mom, yeah. All right, girl, (laughs) she gonna be all up in your shit, but go ahead. I don't post anymore, so it's fine. Well, okay, so that's perfect. I just want her for the clout. I'm done. She's she's a punch (laughs) and not stand, y'all. So, okay, so at one point, my mom, you know, forgot her login information to her one Facebook mm-hmm. account. So she made a separate, separate one, right? So my oh, mom, shit. so my mom had two Pudgeonaut <laughs> Davises just <laughs> roaming around on Facebook. Right. <laughs> so then one of them got hacked recently and like, which one, the old one, the old one. Yeah. Oh, I guess the, the that, one that she hasn't that's been what on. Always happens. Is that a too. thing? Mm-hmm. Okay. Well, she didn't know she's, she's had it there. She was fucking pressed because this bitch, whoever it is, is putting up panty pictures of them and shit, pussy popping and dicks popping all over the place on this Wait, Facebook dead page. dead ass? It was like De- porn? Dead ass, oh my bitch. God, my so- mother was not here for this, okay? So everyone who were her old friends yes. were like, Pudgeonat, why yes. are you? Oh, yes. my God. Yeah. So my mom is like... Not having it. When I tell you, <laughs> this bitch came home at like 11 o'clock at night. Talking about somebody on, on my rampage. Facebook. Yeah. On a rampage. Bitch, on a rampage. We were at home, we at home chilling, you know, high <laughs> watching some Ozark or whatever. And this bitch come out, what the fuck is up on my Facebook? You know, obviously she just didn't say it like that. She's like, what? Who, who did this naked, naked like, she like, what the? Oh. She was like freaking out on me. I'm like, Pudgeonat, like chill, you know? Then on top of that, I literally was like, I can't help you with it. Mommy, this, I'm like, mommy, there's like, there's always spam. There's always people that are hacking into yeah. accounts. Like, this is a part of it. She's like, I don't like this in the porn on my page, Kim. Like, oh, I don't like it. And I'm like, wow. <laughs> I was like, okay. So, so what did I do? I just like blocked her other I just blocked it. You know what I mean? So she can't oh, see it anymore. You know what I mean? Yeah. But of course her friends, friends are still, still seeing, seeing it. it. So this bitch going to talk about my sister. <laughs> shout out to Sakuna. Like, I love you down. My sister's my, you know, best friend. I love her down. Right. She literally was like, girl, what is mommy on? Like, she's just texted me and said, come over the house to fix my Facebook. <laughs> and I was like, oh, bitch. And I told her what was going on. And I was like, leave that bitch alone. Let her handle her own shit. You know, because I'm, I'm tired of it right at this point. <laughs> 
And then, so the, she she was like, no, Pudge and I. fed up. Bitch, I'm fed up, okay? She's done. I'm fucking done, okay? These are my petty peeves, okay? And when I tell you, so yeah, so so sure enough, Sukuna on her own, her only day off and shit, coming over here, you know what I mean, to the crib, trying to work on this month, this woman's Facebook page. And then she finds so, out, and it's the same shit. She's like, oh, she's like, yeah, your other page got hacked. And she's like, yeah, I know, how, how do I start? I don't know what to do. I don't like this. And I'm just like, all right. <laughs> and she literally was like, you know, I don't know what, I actually don't know what she ended up doing. But like, basically, like, when you you have to have your friends report it, right? You just have to have them report it enough well, to like, you take have to, it down. She actually needs to find a way to log back in. To she can't. Yeah, and she can't. See? They like locked her. They like locked her out of it or something. And some the thing shit. is, though, it's almost like I'm sure Facebook probably punishes you because I'm this, I'm sure this happens all the time. We're like, oh, how do we know it's not right? Because you have multiple accounts. Have multiple accounts. Right. You know what I mean? Like, that's not our problem. Yeah. And if you would have figured that out, as soon as you could, this probably would have been avoided. But instead, exactly. she was just like, I'm just going to pretend I didn't have this account and just get a new one, you know? Yeah. So, so she's had two accounts. So she's fucked, basically. She is. And I, t- I told this bitch to let it go that that bitch is just a troll and tell your friends to kick rocks. Like, we ain't got time, you know? And this t- and she just, and she literally, like, bypassed me and went to my sister because she knew Kimba was not having it anymore with this Facebook shit. But it's so ugly. She looks, she posts a porn in the dirty. I'm like... First of all, we're not going to slut shame. I was like, first of all, Pudgeonat, we're not going to slut shame. Oh, yeah. I was like, there's nothing wrong with her being naked on here, mom. I'm like, relax. Like, I was like, pretty sure you see your pole dancing daughter on here with her titties out all the time. So relax. And she just, she doesn't want her. She didn't want people thinking this her and shit. I'm like, no one thinks that. They know this ain't you, Pudgeonat. Come on. So anyways, that's that's my petty And you know guys. what, y'all? This is only the beginning because oh, our parents are only getting older. And what do you mean beginning, Beck? You know that this is not the beginning for me. <laughs> I was like, this is like, what girl. Do you mean? I'm saying like, this is not beginning. I'm just saying like, girl, this is not no, the beginning. No, I'm saying it's, like, it's the beginning of like, dude, the as the older they get and like the less, you know, um, I don't know what's the word. Incoherent or like I don't. More like unless elderly. they're not able to cognitively, cognitively yeah. be able like to move about the world in a fast pace, right? This is only going to get worse. She ain't wrong, also, also, technology is only going to get more advanced, and they're not going to be able to keep up. Yeah, so no, that's true. We're I mean, the, fa- the fact that my mom is like living on Facebook and she'll like, she'll get her life, bitch. Like she's like, really? she's like, yes, Facebook, yes. Like I can still get my my recipes and like fucking like she fucking lives for what Facebook, she, bitch. What does she post on there, girl? She's more of a lurker. She'll just lurk. She'll just look and stuff. But I will tell you what her new profile picture is or her cover picture is. That damn cat. It's Katie. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> I see. I look. I open that page and I see Katie just laying there. I'm like, oh, but she's cute though. I love oh Katie. my god! Shout out to my cat Katie. sister. Yeah, <laughs> shout out to Katie, my cat sister. Anyways, uh, that's my peppy, y'all. So that's a little bit more Pudgeonaut Chronicles for y'all. They never. That's never ending, though. By the way, what else is your tea? Um, you over the weekend, you guys. This this weekend, I needed to just uh, like I I was Mother Earth or Mother Nature was calling. I had my period. I was not with the shits. I just, you know, and this thing is about tourists. Like I'm a very staunch tourist, but I'm one of those loyal tourists that always feels guilty about everything that they do. Right. So, you know, I just, I literally, there was an event that I was going to be a part of, but honestly, like I needed to take a mental health day for that. Like I wasn't feeling good, but at the same time, 
I just couldn't, I didn't want to be social mm-hmm. and I'm not, I'm not going to apologize for it. You know what I mean? Like I just, I'm at this point in my life now where if I need to remove myself from the narrative to, for my mental health and so I, you know, don't lose my, cause it's, it hasn't been easy guys. Like I'll give you an update. Your girl's still out here, you know, trying to find another job. You know what I mean? Like it's been something that has been, I, I'm a person that really loves to be, I know what every single thing I'm doing is, you know, and I don't like to like not know the outcome of things. And as much as chemoology is a fucking thing and it's going to, it's, it's, you know, completely this. And I love you guys for listening. And, you know, I do have a lot of plans for chemoology. Like mm-hmm. your girl's got bills, right? So it's like, I, so that's been looming on me and, you know, um, even though the network that I'm in is amazing and like I've been, you know, kind of going back and forth, I've been interviewing and like seeing yeah. what other options are out there and stuff like that. So but it's just one of those things where you're just like, you know, you don't know what the next step is fully. Right. And I hate that. And then patience, bitch, that is my number one. We're going to have a right. Don't know her in Kim's in Kimboology world. Patience is not. She's nowhere to be found. When I tell you that that bitch is, she needs to come. She needs to come over here, and <laughs> sit on my lap. You know, be like, bitch, sit the fuck down, relax, be right. patient, because it's hard. And that's some. That's my biggest weakness. I would say maybe it's my biggest weak. It's a huge weakness of mine. Mm-hmm. Is and I go through, and I'm still going through with therapy. Is patience, mm-hmm. you know, and trusting, you know, faith, having faith right. in like what the outcome is, like what what the what the bigger picture is, you know, because as much as like. I don't know what the T is now. It doesn't mean that like, you know, right. like it's nothing. It's going to be like this one. And I posted I this mean, on this my, situation could change tomorrow. Literally. You know and, what and, I mean? And, and when I tell you that. And that's how the universe works. The you, and then you know what? I'm going to read you guys a quote that I posted on my Instagram because um, it really resonated with me. Right. So mm-hmm. it said that this post, I was like, sometimes the universe will ask you to be patient, not because it's punishing you, but because it's protecting you from certain energies and preparing you for the next stage. Trust the timing of your life. Have faith in the process. There's a divine order to this. And when I tell you my soul needed to hear that, because it's like, you know, I am a true believer in like, like manifestation, but like also what's meant to be is what's meant to be. And like, Mm -hmm. you know, there's no doubt in my mind but there's also bigger things that in in bigger things that are happening behind the scenes right that i might not understand right now um and i just have to have faith i'm a good person i'm a hard worker you know what i mean so things will be okay yeah but it hasn't been easy i will tell you my mental health has been very i've been struggling this week for sure you know, and I definitely, you know, can thank cannabis for that. Yeah. Shout out to cannabis. Shout out to, you know, the strain of the day. We had some slurry mints. Uh, that was a Cresco oh, brand. Nice. Yeah. Uh, very, yeah, yeah. That, that was a good hybrid. Yeah. That, that was like, I was floating. <laughs> we went to eat Becky guys. <laughs> and Becky was high boots the whole time. <laughs> it was fucking hilarious. But she's like, I was too high. But that was a yeah. new strain. So now you know. Like, yeah. It's like, it's like a different strain. And, and you hit the bong too. Like That's so. something I would, you know, I would, this, I would smoke this strain like if you were going to go see a movie in IMAX on, in 3D. Ooh. You know what? Dude, sick. Right? Wait, 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 wait. That's what, like an ex- if you're going to have an experience, right. smoke this strain. What like, was if it you're gonna- Slurry mints, right? Slurry mints. Yeah. Um, it was a slurry. Yeah, mince. you can. I would yeah. even do that for like if you were gonna go to a fan. Like, let's say you were going to Alenia, Alenia, for di- yeah, Ooh, for bitch. dinner, or 
you're finally going to hook up with someone you've had a crush on forever. And you're going to fucking put it on them and Ooh, put it down. They're going to put it on you. Like I would smoke it for that. Sickening. I actually like, okay. Do you feel me? Yeah. Uh-huh. I, I can hear that. I can feel all, that. Because we went, it was actually perfect guys. We went to this, I took him to this, um, Restaurant that serves Arab food, like traditional, like Arab cuisine uh-huh. and um, Middle Eastern food. And we like, it was just, it's really good. And there's also like, there's a zaddy there. Yeah. <laughs> and Becky's trying to get pregnant. He's my boyfriend. Mm-hmm. <laughs> she kind of get, she trying to get pregnant by him. And so. he's a very Shout out cute. to you, zaddy that works at uh, this, this place. Zaddy kebabs. Zaddy kebabs. That's what this episode's called. That's problematic. Called. That's what this episode's That's called. That's problematic, but okay. It, dead asses. You're canceled. <laughs> Racist. Anyways, <laughs> I'm going to read you like Z-Way reads you. <laughs> like reads people. Dude, how much do you live for Z-Way? Oh my God. I love her. Guys, I love her. Guys, you need to watch the show watch Z-Way. The show. Yeah. Z-Way is really good. It's on Hulu. Showtime. Yes. Which is the same. She was a writer on Jesus and Marrow. Uh, and she got her own TV show. She's my she's my African queen that reads people for That's Phil. probably why she's so fucking quick witted. Like imagine she's being in the fuck. writing room with yeah. all of Jesus and Marrow's writers. Yeah. You gotta fucking hold your own. You do. You really you do. Really do. Yeah. That's like Yeah. That's some animalistic type Anim- shit. Yes. But you can see she yeah. eats people alive. It's yes. so good. So her the sto- the show is more like um how would you say? It's a comedy like roast like she roasts her and she's interviewing these people but she's more roasting her I think it's a comedy special for sure because it's definitely it's I wouldn't call it something that's informational you know that's not what she's trying to do but she's definitely trying to bring light to different issues with like a very very dark sense of humor cringy way yeah but also it's so good because the guests that she has on she's not afraid to like read them for absolute filth and like make them feel really bad about themselves like white guilt right yeah and it's like And the thing is, though, that these people, go, they go they, on the show. They, they know, know what they're, you know, like, right. it's like in between two ferns, like the show between well, it's two like, ferns. Well, it's like anytime I'm problematic and I'm like, and I, and I'll be like, I check, I talk, I'm like, well, that was so fucked up. What I just said, you know what I mean? Canceled. It's people who are willing, like, it's like light skinned people who know they're problematic and who are willing to like work through it and just be real about it. Like, yeah, I fucked up and not yeah. like hurt people, hurt people. <laughs> I'm learning. Right, 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 right. <laughs> it's it's so good. Like, it's so dude, good. Dude, it's the the apology now for like people getting it's the same exact thing. It's so fucking lame. It's like just say you fucked up and period. Yeah. Be like I yeah. fucked up. Period. Yeah, cuz it's like what the are you po- Imagine the power in to one, say that. You know what yeah. I mean? Like to just be it's like It's freeing. It's guys. it's liberating, it's you know? Cuz then it's like when you make it into something that it, when it's still about you yeah. and your apology, like you're just telling me you're just so full of shit. Yeah, yeah. And like you really, you're just like, I feel like an asshole, you know? Cause right. that's honestly, that's all cancel culture is for millennials. It's millennials who know they've been problematic. Don't even want to think about the problematic shit they did in their teenage years that like, it's all floating around on the internet somewhere. We all had Zangas. We all had fucking MySpace. You know what I mean? Like I didn't. I was too poor. Wait, what? <laughs> you didn't have a Zanga? What the hell is that? 
What did you call me? Oh my what the fuck god! Is that? You you weren't on. Did you Zanga? just call me a racial slur? Oh my god! No 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 no. Thanga was like it was kind of like live journal. Oh girl, no. So you would go and you would like make all your journal entries and your page was like your thing. Oh and girl, no. Yeah, you could like post pictures, music. That I've did you I've, have? I've heard of MySpace. Never in my life have I heard of. Zanga. You didn't have MySpace? No, girl. Like I said, I was poor. I didn't have fucking like. Well, Money for internet. Like, when I tell you okay, this household... so if you had a project to do for school... We went to the library. I know, but wouldn't you we just to go the to the library then? Yeah, we would go to the school. We, well, but I never... We don't... Girl, we were very much, like, shut off from the world. Like, we didn't go to people's oh. houses. We didn't stay after school. See, I, we like, came home. I went. I was at the library a lot. Like, I had to... Well, you were con- also running these streets. <laughs> she was in the library doing some other things. So... Like, he was in the... She was that one person it's, in the corner. It's like, funny. I... I've been sh- for some reason this for this past week like I've been really nostalgic and I've been sharing old stories with Kim about like my youth and like my fuckery days and Kim's been like bitch what the fuck Pudgeonot <laughs> could never Pudgeonot would have ripped her a new asshole a long time ago because like our childhood like like we just polar know- opposite yeah, yeah like we were starting to realize like we had completely different upbringings you yeah. know and it's it's interesting yeah. obviously we're very different people right so but it, it's what makes us who we are right it's kind of well cool. even even like kim's high school friends when they stopped talking to her and when my high school yes. group of friends so it both kim and i got dropped because we got boyfriends right oh yeah yeah yeah, yeah. like literally it was yeah. the same situation like yeah. my friends felt away cuz i had gone out with my boyfriend one night instead of them uh-huh. and then i guess kim's friends felt like she was spending too much time yeah. with her boyfriend i was a bad friend yeah and so they said we don't want to be your friend anymore and kim yeah. said she was devastated oh, right i was so. it's very mean i was you know? a 17 year old girl taurus loyal to the t did not realize that I was that bad friend and I felt horrible. And it still is like, it bothers me to this day, you know? Yeah. Like, so, cause I always want to be a good friend, but I'm only going to give you what you give me. Yeah. Cause at the same time, right. guys, like we're, we're, I'm in my thirties. Yeah. If you're not showing up for me, I'm not going to show up for right. you. It just goes both ways. See, you and know? that was my, that's been my attitude since I came out the womb. Yeah. Is like, he's like, I don't fuck with nobody. Yeah. And so my, shit. my reaction to that, when they got mad at me, I was like, oh yeah, you guys are mad. Right. <laughs> fuck you bitches. Then we're not friends anymore. Like these energies like, <laughs> fuck you. I'm like, what did I do? Wrong? Right. And I'm very She's like, like fuck bye. That Cause b- believe me, I never, I didn't look back. I'll tell you that much. I I never look back. What's your petty peeve? But you said you had one. I did. Okay. (laughs) Bitch. Because Becky's like, I just said, said, yeah, we haven't done those in a while. Oh, okay. I thought you literally had one because you was like. Sometimes I think of them. um, Uh I always do, but then like later I forget. Well, also too, like I don't want to marinate in that negativity all the time. So I'm always like. If I remember it, I remember it. If I don't, it's fine. Very there, there's no point in holding on to like a petty peeve either. True, like, true. If yeah. it strikes the mood. Strikes the titty. <laughs> How have you been? What's your update? Um, My update is I've been okay. I'm good, but like my life is okay. Um, Just taking things one day at a time with um, our family member who... We have a family member who's terminally ill right now. She's on hospice care. It's a very especially tragic situation because her kids will be without a parents. Her husband died two years ago, I think it was, my uncle. 
and it's it's very sad. So just kind of been holding space for myself in that way and holding space for my mom, especially, you know, this has been really, really heavy on her. Um, she lost, you know, obviously we lost our grandmother, my grand, my, her mom earlier this year and our, you know, I don't call, she's technically my aunt, but I don't call her that because she got married to my uncle like way later in life. But her and my mom grew a very close friendship, you know, over the years. Um, and my mom is like a big sister to her. So, and obviously I'm always with my mom, you know, she's, I'm like a classic mommy's girl. So I was always with them, you know, and so this has been really heavy on her. Like, I think my mom is someone who is like, so like razor sharp focused and everything's controlled and everything is calculated. And it's really hard to see her struggle with like, she did everything she possibly could. And we're still to have made it to the point of worst case scenario has been has not been easy. So, what's your mom again? Her sign again? She's Scorpio. Your mom's a Scorpio. Yeah. How did I miss that? Your mom's a fucking Scorpio. Calculated. Oh, that's AF. right. Scorpio queen. She's a Scorpio queen, honey. Oh my god. Yeah. It's 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 something. I'm like else. literally now trying to like digest this <laughs> as I'm high on this podcast. No, I mean I love your mom. Your mom's a sweetheart. You know. Yeah, she's um, nice. She's yeah. nice, but she's definitely like. It is like she's like a military sergeant, yeah. like well, she's organized a Scorpio. and focused, yeah, she's and a yeah, for sure, just gets shit done, just makes shit happen, you know. Mm-hmm. And you know, when she was first diagnosed in 2018, you know, my mom really stepped up and got her the best care possible, and things were looking good. And you know, I don't know. I guess we're just at the end of the road with our journey, you know, and. I'm trying to stay positive. I was telling Kim earlier that I'm praying for a miracle. I'm praying she turns around and and I'm not saying to like have her around forever. I'm not that's not there's just things that she needs to do. Unfortunately, her mother's lives in Mexico and right, right. she was planning on going to see her before all this happened. Her flight's supposed to leave June 11th and mm. we obviously don't think she's going to make it there, but I have I have faith and I I, I want to believe that she'll get a little better. Maybe she's just having a very, 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 very bad month. And like maybe she'll feel well enough to go and then be at peace and be with her mom. And, you know, there's nothing like a mother's love, you know, or um, or just unconditional love, yeah. you know. In I was gonna, well, I was going to say like, you know, our heart goes out to you guys. Thank you. You know, I know the listeners care and they're mm-hmm. sending all their love and strength to you and your family. I appreciate so, that. I feel, yeah. and I feel like that's what's gotten me through this time is like, I feel very supported. You mm-hmm. know, I really am so blessed to feel like I'm not alone, you yeah. know? Yeah. So, and there's a, and there's a, you guys like, I mean like, and I know we did a grief episode not too long ago, but I really honestly, I was like, Becky, do you want to talk about grief again? Cause like, I feel like this is something that a lot of people are mm-hmm. struggling with at the moment. Right. And not just your typical grief, guys. Like, not, the, not your typical grief, meaning, like, someone passing away in your life. I mean grief in general. Like, if you're grieving a friendship, a relationship, a, a job. A lot of things have changed. A place that you're mm-hmm. living. Yeah, the way. Yeah, I mean, you guys. Our are, way of life has oh, changed. As, yeah. Listen, as soon as we can all accept that COVID has fundamentally changed the way we're going to live our lives. 
for the rest of our lives, we're not going to be okay. Yeah. And I just feel like too many people are kind of stuck in this place where they so desperately want things to go back to how they were pre-COVID, but mm-hmm. it's never going to happen. It's guys. not going to happen. We're it's, that's, that's done. Yeah. You know, like, yeah, like I know Jaden XD, XD always mentions it like pre What is that? It's like, Oh yeah. He goes PC. Like yeah. Pre-COVID. P, yeah. Or, PC. Pre-COVID. You know, yeah, or like like that. that's you, definitely like, this will be a marker in time. Yeah, for sure. You know, Absolutely. and the sooner we can embrace that change and, and even kind of just be grateful to be like, wow, like, I've, I'm living through history. Like, this is kind of nuts. Oh, yeah. Know? This is going to be in the one in the books for sure. And right. it's like, you're going to get to like, you know, if you have like, you know, uh, grandkids or whatever, you could be like, yo, I was, you know, right. I remember that time. I remember right. having to wear the masks around at the right. store and like, you know. Yeah, guys, we, we, are, we are not acknowledging the traumatic PTSD a lot of us are going to go through because mm-hmm. of, of, of COVID. Right. Like, I'm, like I said, everyone's in different places, but like I highly suggest therapies for everybody. Like I, when I tell you that we are all not okay, you know, like, mm-hmm. and it's like, I understand everybody's at different places, but like, you know, if uh, I wear my therapist Guys, out, you, you know what? You I'm like, I wear that bitch out. As soon as I get on the mic, as soon as she, we cl- click on that call. I'm like, so, blah, 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 and she just is like, uh, she'd be writing her notes. Cause I'm like. Yeah, I'm sorry. I cut you off. Right. You, you were going to say something. I was going to say, well, even if something, maybe therapy is not something you can afford, you know, what if you started a support group? I don't know, like moms with two-year-olds, you know, in your neighborhood, go on Facebook, go on Reddit, like create a group, create a subreddit. Meetups. You know, meetups. Like, yeah. um, I don't know, like someone you maybe you lost someone in to covid maybe find a or find or create a support group for that you know um i don't know a business owner that closed down because of covid yeah, maybe forming you, you know what i yeah. mean forming like you know a connection from that someone who lost their job there's so many ways that Reddit, you can connect with people and like discord yeah there's twitter there's a lot i mean when i tell you okay and this is great because like so you guys, I have to address this. There will be, there would be no Kimboology anything if it wasn't for this, for these, for this, uh, the OG, right? So I, I know I've mentioned, uh, the read podcast on here before. If you guys don't know the read podcast is a podcast. It's an OG podcast, right? So it's like one of the founders I feel like of podcasting in what kind of category, like the black, the black, podca- and, yeah, okay. black comedy, queer space. So Kid Fury and Crystal's uh, Crystal West. She's they are both um, queer and black. Um, you know, influencers. Con- you know, YouTuber. They they all started in that space, right? In the content creation and influencer space. And they started ten years ago. They started podcasting when like nobody was podcasting except like Joe Rogan, right? Um, but it's very. It was very specific to the black and brown community and also the queer community because they're both gay and they're both black. So, with that being said, Kid Fury is one of the the OG pioneers. And I just want to give him a shout out because I'm going to get emotional because this really hit me deep guys. Because And you're allowed, like when you're a stand for some people, yeah, especially some of the, like, like there's, there's a few like influencers, like smaller influencers that I follow that I'm like, yeah. And also I've chatted with them and DM. Yeah. Yeah. You have, you have a community, like maybe, yeah, yeah, you've like, we met, we met Jade. 
Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> we met her. Uh-huh, yeah, Jade, yeah, Jade from Jade Next Day. We talk about her all the time. I did meet Jade. Yeah, we've met her. her. Yeah, we went right. to one of her events here in Chicago, and we've ch- we kikied with her. So I loved her. Now Kid Fury is uh one of the, he's an OG YouTuber, right? So he started like shit Black Ace. So that's like one of those viral. This was back in the day when vi- when things went viral, but it was only like on YouTube and like. Even before Instagram existed, guys. So this was like OG, right? So it was really hard to go viral back then. He went viral because he's a black gay man. And he would talk about, you know, he basically was speaking Queen's English on in, on YouTube. And like it became this thing, right? So with that being said, he started a, a podcast with Crystal, who they met on Twitter. And they have been podcasting, creating content um, for 10 years now, over 10 years. And... He's amazing. Kid Fury is funny. He's, I mean, like his delivery, his, his, just his mannerisms, like everything he does. Like, is he I the just. the one who said lies, fairy tales, and yes. fallacies. Oh my God. Yes. That is Kid Fury, guys. So if you guys don't know the fuck I'm talking about, you I will put a link. I've gotten to start to say that too because of him. Yeah. He's, he's an OG, <laughs> you know? So on his latest podcast, um, it's the latest episode on the read. Um, the last five minutes, uh, he talked about in the past his struggle with mental health, right? And they're very open about it. Which, and then Cr- Crystal is actually in school right now, getting her getting her like degree in ther- in therapy. Oh, nice! She's going to school for it. So that's how serious they like take Shan? it. Yeah, Shan yeah, Booty. Shan Booty. You like Shan Booty too? Yeah, uh-huh. yeah. So yeah, basically they're all friends. Yeah, by the way, oh, Fran nice. and Shan Booty are like nice. friends. Yeah. So so basically, he the last five minutes broke my heart because he opened up and said basically that. You know, he has expressed his 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 road, his journey when it comes to self-harm and mental health and suicide. And right now it's like winning. So he's he said on the pod and this was so deep coming from him because he's so like he doesn't talk about like his personal stuff like that. So like you could just hear in his voice how much it hurt. Yeah. And he's really struggling. So he basically said like. I don't want to live anymore. That's, and that this that's is very you know, brave. You know? Yeah. you know, he was like, and then when I tell you, they have millions of listeners, guys. Like, you know, I know you listener, you're listening here. And like, I know that you, you matter to me. You know what I mean? But I don't have the following that he does. So millions of people listen to Kid Fury. I never heard him. And he was like, I'm just so tired, yeah. you know, of this world, you know? And it's like, like I look up to them so much and to yeah. hear that for him, from him, yeah. you know, and it's like, you want to we want to sit here and think that like money's going to make us happy guys, you know, all yeah. that bullshit. It's not, you right. know what I mean? It's not fuck the money, fuck the bullshit. You know what I mean? Right. I want love. I want happiness. And so, sometimes my happiness means just me being able to hang out with my chickens and my cats. Right. You know what I mean? Like right. that's my happiness. So like for him, he can't find that. And yeah. it makes me so sad. And it's like, it was the last five minutes of, of their latest episode. And he basically said in order to live, like I'm going to have to reevaluate how, you know, he's like, I how he's, he's currently living, how he's currently living. And he was basically saying like how much he loves doing. He likes the podcast. He likes doing it for us. But he's like, I think I need to take a break in order yeah. to live, you know, or at least re- reassess what my life is looking like. And he was all he was thinking about how the anxiety of like not doing work. Right. Like right. because now they have a Patreon, too, that they do. And. They create content for well, the he's Patreon. Well, he people and, that depend on him. Right. He so he just feels terrible so, about he it. He feels all this weight. And it's like, but you have to, like, none of this will matter if you're not here with us. Right. Like, 
I don't like it doesn't matter, you know, like so it just really hurt me. And like it hurt me to hear that other people are suffering like this. And especially someone that like brings on so much joy to so many people's lives. You guys, when I was traveling to all these fucking countries by myself, I had nothing else but me and my podcast, you know, yeah. and he was he was one of them. Like the kid, right. the, the Reed, Crystal and Kid Fury from the Reed were huge in my life. Like I had, I was in the middle of the jungles of Bali, and I would literally just put them out of my ear yeah. and just kiki and keep up with pop culture and figure out and find out what my blacks are up to. You know right. what I'm saying? Like I, that's what kept no, me going. Guys, it's it's funny. I I relate. I see where Kim's coming from because that was growing up when I would spend summers in Mexico. Um, and I felt this even even as a kid, I felt this weight to keep up and to keep a pulse on things. Like we would come back from our trips and I'd be like, oh my God, I missed this movie premiere and oh my right, God, right. this celebrity doing this and oh my God, this happened over here. And like, you know, when you're, it's it, travel is a beautiful thing. Um, and it's a really cool thing to experience. And we're very lucky that as like millennial Americans, we're able to fucking do this, you yeah, know, because very this lucky. Is, this is a privilege. But with that, it's also like very strange, too, because when you grow up in a place where it's like, go, 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 hustle, 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 like, you know, and then all of a sudden you don't have a pulse on things. It's very jarring. So like, yeah, it was know, it like, was, you know, Kim formed such a connection with these podcasts and she would always talk about them with me you know yeah. she would i mean it took me like a while for me like all right, i'm gonna give some stuff a listen you know and i did and, and i was like now. oh my god and look at and you now i'm a fucking co-host so <laughs> yeah i've been bamboozled <laughs> i know which is amazing right no no but you know? I'm, no this has been a be- the best experience but also too i'm not a super avid listener of the read but i know who kid fury is and you know i doing this work is i mean this has been like I mean, Kim does the most of the work, guys. You know, I'm the degenerate co-host. No, but, she's not. <laughs> but, you know, with that being said, like, I see it's work. Content creation is so much work. Yeah. And it is such a commitment. And to be to keep up and, to and you know, this is, I'm sure this has been the first time ever in his life where he's even stopped to realize, like, wait a minute. Yeah, yeah. What would my life look like if I didn't do this? If I didn't do that, yeah. You know what I mean? Yeah. And, like... I don't know. It's like there's something to be said about that. You well, know? I mean, and, and that's, I think that's why the listeners are like, Kid Fury, like, you don't owe us shit. You know yeah. what I mean? You guys have been putting and on content to for hear 10 that. For 10 And you know what? I'm, I want to talk about this and I plan to post this because I want him to hear it. And there's, God forbid, there's a chance he actually does re- listen to this. But I mean, I'm going to try because it's like, we, we, you have been giving us 10 years of content for free. You know what I mean? Like, yeah. you don't owe us shit. Do what you need to do because at the end of the day, your health and your life is way more important than anything else in this world. You know, right. it's like, you know, and so I would just be so torn apart if I saw the news. Of course. And I was like, what? Because I'm so tired too. And it's like, not that I'm ever like going to say like, I'm I'm trying to, you know, I'm self-harming myself or thinking of having mm-hmm. suicidal ideations because I don't. And I'm very blessed that I right. can honestly say that I love life and I love being on this planet, you know? Yeah. And I, I, I get excited about thinking about right. the future of what's, what's to what's to come it makes me so excited because right. i know for a fact that anything is in your possibility guys right you can do anything you fucking want bitch if you want to be a kardashian bitch be a kardashian you know you know what i'm saying you can like it's bitch mm-hmm. like they were nobody like so it's like i truly believe that but it's like you have to also understand that like 
And this is something that I need to, I'm reading myself. Cause it's like, once you get to that level, are you able to handle it? Right. Can you actually handle that? You know, having people in your face or all up in your business, you know what I mean? So it's like, yeah, you know, I don't know. So I just, I, I didn't want to go this episode without addressing it because it did really affect me. And I, and I love them. I love right. Kefiri. And I just, well, I think you know, you're a true fan I and am. you don't, you don't want to be res- you want your person that you're standing for to take care of themselves yes. and not feel and not feel like they owe you something like right. to, and you, you're you see the weight of that work and you're just relieved that you're like how you, Kim was saying on Twitter, I guess like Twitter exploded afterwards and was like, no, like take all the time you need. Yeah. You don't know what's anything. There yeah. were people saying like, if you never have a show again, like we'll be fine. We'll be you know, fine. Like, you know, which is, yeah. which is all true, you know, yeah. which is all true. You know, I, you know, it's funny that we're talking about this too. Cause like I had a thought the other day where I was like, I wonder how we, people would navigate, how they would navigate their relationships differently if they knew they weren't entitled to that person. Like right. nothing was guaranteed. Like, I could lose you tomorrow to an accident or you could wake up tomorrow and decide you don't want to be in a relationship with me anymore. Romantic or platonic. I'm talking like, how would, how would you move through that relationship differently? And I feel like you would probably be a lot more present. You would be a lot more, you know, um, thoughtful and considerate. You know what I mean? And like, and with that consideration comes like this other person is just a human being just like me. Exactly. You know what I mean? They're yeah. not perfect and yeah. they don't owe me anything. Right. And that's okay. And I don't owe them anything. Exactly. But I think part of the beast with like fame and like this, you know, influencer life or, you know, any kind of celebrity, big or small, you know, is like people kind of have this like this mentality of like give, 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 give. Right. You know, like I, Shakira... Um, over the weekend it came out that I guess like she caught her husband in bed with another woman really? or caught him cheating and now they they released a joint statement and really? like she's probably gonna be which is crazy because they were like the ultimate right like, they were like Will and Jada oh my yeah. but for the Latin right yeah Come yeah on. and like they were perfect together. Yeah. Like perfect. I and even know that. She's yeah. perfect. You know, like she can do, she, you can tell she's just like a good person. Yeah. Too, Shakira, you know? I love Shakira. And like, so it's, it's, that and sucks. then the dude, but the amount of comments I was seeing of like her next album's going to be fire. Oh, it's guys. Like, sh- okay. Like shut the fuck. Like, yeah, it's, it's not entertainment value. This yeah. is her life. Right. Right. A person you built a life with. Yeah. You caught them cheating in bed with another person, another woman. Like, that is devastating. Devastating. Yeah. You know what I mean? You can't fucking see that. And then, and then, not only that, they're an A list celebrity couple. Right. This is going to be under the microscope to like the umpteenth Uh, degree. You know what I mean? Like, Oh God, you yeah. know, and all you can say is her next album's gonna be fire. Like, where the fuck's your humanity? And that's the you problem. You know what I mean? Because some like, people don't have it. And right. the thing is, like, if COVID didn't teach y'all anything, didn't it teach y'all humanity? Didn't it teach y'all, you know, giving people grace? Like I said, you know, as soon as people could acknowledge that things are never gonna be the same after COVID, like the, the sooner, sooner you can probably have a moment of be like, oh, that sucks for her, and yeah. not like, oh my God, her next album's gonna be so good. Right. All her other albums were good. So what the fuck right. are you talking about? Yeah, people are just, you know, <laughs> uh, it's it's like, how? How are you so untapped to what? Like, I don't know. I 
listen, I leave people for where they're fucking at because <laughs> right, I can't, I don't right, have anything for right. that. You know what I mean? It's like, because you're right. It's like, how about let's go to the fact that this family now is broken apart. Is broken. Yeah. You know, and it's like, be a human fucking being. Like, what if right. you were in her shoes? Right. What if you like, were in kids' shoes? What if you were in fucking kids' shoes? Like, you know, like, and like I said, we are not in that relationship. We don't know what the fuck happened. So, because I'm over here too. Like, like, I'm not one of those people that are like, if you cheat, it's fucking done forever. Like, I'm also giving people a space to, to make mistakes, but also right. hear, hearing what, hearing what happened. Cause it's like a relationship is work and it is right. hard and it's hard work, but it's constant checking in with the person too. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? Like something happened there when they stopped checking in, you know what I mean? Something happened because you have to, yeah. you have to keep the communication going. You have to check in with that person and you have to like, you know, some like we're not always going to read each other's minds. So we have right. to check in and like, yeah, you might like feel like, oh, something's a little off. It's, yeah. But address it. Pull that person aside. I love you. What's That's going on? True. Fuck your pride. You know what I mean? Fuck that shit. You know, like who are you being prideful for? Are they in the room? Are they paying the bills? Are they in this bed with us? No. Well, then fuck them. It doesn't matter. You know what I mean? It's about right. me and you. So, yeah. yeah. But my heart goes out to them. And yeah. my, heart goes, my heart goes out to Kid Fury. Yeah, that's... You know, from the read. And just, you guys, I, if you, even if you don't fucking care, don't listen to the show, right. just please give some grace. Or, like, just, you know, j- just in your space, in your prayers, just add him to that and just pray that he can get the piece that he needs so for sure but i think that um we need to take a little break because we've been talking for a while oh shit um and when we come back <laughs> we're gonna um we're gonna dive into a fun uh, medit- some chaos and negativity yes, chaos but and meditation negativity. style well becky wants to talk about being a single <laughs> slut so we're gonna come back and talk about that uh we'll be right back and we'll be right back after these detailed messages Today's episode of the Kimboology podcast is brought to you by Faith and Flower. Faith and Flower's spiritual bath teas will align your chakras from your root to your crown. Whether you're medicating, masturbating, or meditating, you can use Faith and Flower to elevate your bath and self-care rituals. Kimboology listeners receive 15% off their first purchase at shopfaithandflower.com. Use code Kimbo at checkout. We are back. Because this bitch <laughs> fucking tried it. <laughs> she literally just said that my hair looks like what? It's giving Rachel Dolezal. <laughs> you guys, come find <laughs> Becky in a pit somewhere. She tried it. She's going to bury me in the utopia. <laughs> Listen, I've been watching Ozark. And when I tell oh, you, shit. they go through a lot of lie, bitch. A lot of that lie. They, what is that called? Lime? Is it lie? Yeah, it's called lie. The, 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 the stuff they used to, to like like i don't know tell us well it's like if you kill somebody like you need lie to like break down her body <gasps> oh yeah that's right and it's yeah. very toxic yeah it's supposed to like there was a there was drew barrymore's flower line she had a a really cool eyebrow product for a while that had lie in it excuse me yeah and how then, um it i guess it's like it, poison in, i guess in very very small amounts it's oh it's not poisonous like extremely small amounts but still, it was like people were calling her out on it, and they rem- eventually removed it. But they, I'm pissed yeah. because like it got really good reviews. Like, all right, well, this bitch everyone wants, was standing. She wants your eyebrows to die or some <laughs> shit, burn them off or some shit because that shit is sounds toxic. You to know, the I think sometimes some. By the way, we're back, guys. Sorry, yeah. back to back to Kimbology. Uh <laughs> Yeah, you know what? Let's not get, let's not get into cosmetics right now, girl, because we'll be here all right, day. Right, 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 we're right, back, right. guys. We're back. So <laughs> as you can tell. 
You guys, we're just talking slurry mints. <laughs> the strain of the day. Shout out to Cresco's slurry mints. It's hitting. It's hitting real good. Um, I feel like we had a really good conversation earlier, so I do want to keep this going. Um, and it's time for meditate, masturbate, and or medicate. Uh, currently, Becky is blowing into the mic because she I'm is sorry. hitting her vape. That's <laughs> <laughs> all we hear. <sighs> I'm like this bitch. Blow it out, <laughs> blow it out your ass, bitch. Giving very um like Game of Thrones, like in the north, like the fucking <laughs> what was that fucking dude? The the, 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 king, the night queen, yeah, the night king, the night king. Bitch. I want to rewatch that actually. You know, it's just it's such a commitment. It's a fucking commitment, and you know what? It's winter time when you're inside. And you ain't got nothing else going on. I'm trying to be like gone this winter. All right. Well, Becky's. (laughs) She's like, fuck this. I'm done. I'm. 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 My long trips. Are you bicoastal, bitch? I'm gonna. And that's what I'm trying to be. Are you gonna live in Mexico in the in the wintertime? That's what I'm trying to be. Honestly, she was just showing me beautiful photos of Marida and the like amazing Airbnbs that she stayed at, and like dead ass. I'm like Rick Dog. We're going to these places because honestly, I literally yesterday I had a day where I was like. Cause I've, you know, been going through a lot and I left the day open just in case my mom was going to need me for some stuff. And so I was like, I'm going to get into my Medida vibe. Mm-hmm. So like I smoked, I watched TV, not, not that like I, that's what I was doing in Medida, but I was just relaxing. I masturbated. I masturbated. 18, 18 times. <laughs> broke three vibrators. Ordered food. <laughs> <laughs> Cheese pizza broke another vibrator. <laughs> You don't know, bitch. I'm spilling all your tea. <laughs> Anyways, guys, uh, this week, though, I think we're going to do a little meditate. Um, yes. I really do. F- I, I When I love, I love having Becky on. And as much as we like to kiki and have fun, we do have really great conversations together. And uh, Becky wanted to kind of have a little part two, part dos. Oh, my God. We never said how to say 82 in Thai. Girl, they know. All right. Y'all know. <laughs> Anyways. <laughs> We got you next time. We got y'all. <laughs> we got it. We're good for it. Um, but yeah, she wanted to do a, like a part dos for like um, singledom in you know in a pan in a pandy in a Panera Express. Um, she said she kind of just got. Or how about? Know. I mean, we're still in a pandemic. I'm not taking that away. How about dating post COVID? You know, I think that's right. where we're at. PC? You know. Yeah. Or how about PV, post-vaccine? Cause yeah, there you go. That's not, true. Not, not PV, like, post-vaginal bacteria. Like, <laughs> not, like, bacterial not, vaginosis. Yeah, thank you. That was, I was like, how do you say that? <laughs> bacterial vaginosis. 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 I'm like, what the fuck? What's that fucking line from Harry Potter? It's like, oh, Wingardium Leviosa. It's not Leviosa. It's Leviosa. (laughs) Which I live. Hermione was. She was live. Yeah, she was live. All my Harry Potter stands. Y'all know what's up. I only saw the first movie. I'm sorry. What? Yeah. Get the fuck out of my house. Really? I only read the first book too. I get it. Listen, I get it. No, you don't. I get it. No, I get it. I get it. I get it. No. I get it, Kim. I Watch get it. Watch it. No, girl, it's too late. Don't be a bitch. <laughs> <laughs> I'm also trying I'm to get an her. R.L. Stein gal. You know what? That's I was. I was, I was I too. Was. <laughs> I was like, real tea, bitch. R.L. Stein gave you the juice, girl. <laughs> that was back in the day. We were like, you know, when you're like really like, oh shit, bitch. Did you see this? Yeah. I got this zombie book, bitch. Right. Ooh, or this a vampire bitch. Oh my God. It was so good. I also right. um, read all the like Stephen King books. 
Oh. I was fully in my Stephen King bag. I loved Stephen King books. Ask me to read that shit now. <laughs> bitch. Right. Reading is really tough for me. It's <laughs> really know. hard. It's really well, hard. Even earlier, I, I suggested to Kim because I want to take a, calli- a calligraphy <laughs> class. Just to, my handwriting is terrible. And it's, I love to doodle. So it's something I would really enjoy. I was like, do you want to sign up with me? And she was like, you want me <laughs> to sign up for a class where we write, and I'm, but I'm not going to be writing my fucking ma- my scripts. And I was like, Bitch, I, better yeah. be write, I better be writing a she movie. She was like, you got me fucked up. <laughs> I better be writing a series. <laughs> I'll take a writing class with you. And I was like, no, I better, girl, I better be writing your memoirs. Class. Bitch, I better be writing your memoirs. Like, I ain't going to waste no time, honey. Okay? <laughs> Bitch is done being broke. So, <laughs> if listen. Kim was like straight up, like, if it don't make dollars, it okay. don't make sense. Like, I'm Duck not it. doing it. Throw them at I'm me. not doing it. I was like, all right, girl, respect that. I'll be over listen, here. I am. Listen, you guys. I'll oh. be over here writing, writing listen. my name sickingly for <laughs> two hours straight over and over. Get up. Go, go off. <laughs> go off with your bad self. <laughs> Bitch, this is how, this is my energy right now. Like, so like shout out to like uh, Fierce. Uh, she was my stripper friend that she came on the show, guys. She, she was awesome. Um, and she's that gonna was have a good a, episode. I you know really what? enjoyed it. She was really interesting. That's episode. So yeah, Fierce is my friend. She's my stripper friend, my sex working friend. Uh, it was episode fifteen, so it's been a long time. So it was last. It was twenty twenty, December twenty twenty. The episode is episode fifteen: stripping, sex work, and pole dancing, featuring Fierce. So um, she's having a sickening uh, Juneteenth party at her house, and she's oh, gonna nice. have like performers and everything. So I'm a bitch. I'm gonna be out here making dollars. I'm gonna be. I'm, I'm gonna get into my performing. But I haven't before. You guys, I haven't performed. In oh my god, um, a while probably Jeezy probably Jeezy Jukes performance. No, that was mm, oh my god. It's been th- it's been three or four mm-hmm. years at this point. Yeah, it's been a very long time since I performed on stage or in front of a live audience. So when I tell you your girl is like, whoo, I gotta get back on that pole, and I did last night. I pulled because I need to get my fucking stamina back up, bitch. Like yeah. even if it like it's gonna be low. When key. is this? It's on Juneteenth. Okay, which is Father's up. Day, which which shade, by the way, shade. <laughs> and let's go into it. pet peeve number two. So, what is with us June Juneteenth? We had to share with Father's Day. Bitch. No black daddies don't be taking care of the kids. Come on now, the irony, the iron in that knee. It was funny before Kim even told me because somehow this came up in the conversation today at over lunch. She's like, and I, and I was like, yeah, I saw Juneteenth um, lands on Father's Day this year. Yeah. And I was like, well, shout out to the black dads. At least they get to be like, you know, it's like a two for one, like cool. For, and she was like, the black dads, <laughs> where are they? I'm like, bitch. I, <laughs> I had a light skin moment. Yo, I had to read her real quick. I'm like, <laughs> let's talk to 50 Cent real quick. Let's talk about how much his, his son hates his ass. Oh my God. And read him for fucking Phil. That kind of, that kind of hurts my heart a little bit. That Girl, he has a difficult relationship with his son. Like, 50 Cent is problematic as fuck. What the fuck? He doesn't sit tight with all the blacks in the, in the black. Yeah. People really? Are, oh no, girl. He's problematic. Remember when he was dating Vivica Fox? And oh, he, and she talks mad shit about him. Really? Yeah, girl. They did not. I'm telling you, he did not end things Remember good. he dissed her? Like, Remember? Yeah. Yeah, he, and her, he was like, yeah. and next week, no, nah, it was nothing. Like, what yeah. was the point of that? He's ain't, he ain't even, shit. Even when that song came out, I was like, this is lame. I know. Like, that he's is a lame so ass fucking lame. I know. Listen, he's a good businessman because this nigga's paid and he's getting himself in all sorts of business ventures, but 
his kids don't fuck with him. <laughs> so, Damn. and that, and, and guys, that is a stereotype, but it is a lot of people's reality. Okay. <laughs> and my, my father, you know, rest, let him, let him rest in peace, you know, bless him. Uh, but he was, you know, obviously to me, I loved him and we had a great relationship, right. but I have a lot of half siblings that my daddy was not there for. Yeah. So I have to also call a spade a spade. You know what I mean? Like I'm right. not going to sit there and say my dad was dad of the year. You know what I mean? Right. He was a, he was a human being that made mistakes. But I feel like for so many people, you know, that's, that's just our experience. Right. Like there are people in this world that I'm sure look at me and like, are like, she was a complete asshole to me. You know what I mean? And the same thing could be said for you. You know what I Excuse mean? Excuse me? Like, <laughs> okay. The, <laughs> it's because I, I, just read, I just read her for filth at lunch, and she's like, well, what about you, Kim? Oh, yeah. I'm like, Bitch. No, 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 because I, I, <laughs> I was telling Kim about this guy that I used to... I He thought we were dating. I would, did not think You we guys, were she's a fucker. Yeah. <laughs> and like Kim and Kim really read me like, bitch, you fucking broke his heart. And I was like, yeah. yeah she broke I, his she's heart. She's like, there's no fucking... Because I was also trying to justify yeah. it. Like, no, like, well, like, I would do this. But like, and Kim was like, no, you were... A f- you played him. You dragged him. And I was like, ooh. <laughs> I guess I did. <laughs> you need your friends to call you out on your bullshit. <laughs> and I'm I'm that friend. <laughs> <laughs> no, I just I know Becky and deep down inside Becky's like an amazing human being. Like I love her down and she's a good person, but you know, when it comes to these niggas in these streets, but I'm like, girl. But that's what I'm saying. Like I feel like for me, like I definitely have people like I like this dude who's like she was a cunt, you know, and she that she treated me unfairly and right. like I I have nothing to say. I have right. I can't you know what I mean? Right. And it's like that's their experience with me. And So, the, let's dive into and that. And so that's what I'm saying like yeah. You know, with your dad, it's like, I think it's a beautiful, I don't think there's nothing, it's like, just call it out. Be like, yeah, well, like like my said, dad I'm, was a great dad to yeah. me, but with, with my other half siblings, like, I really can't say the same and neither yeah. can they. And it's unfortunate. And that's, yeah. and that's just, that's life, you right. know, like, that's how things are going to work out sometimes, right. you know? My daddy was not a saint, you know what I'm saying? And I, I, I have to acknowledge that. And as much as I love him and I looked up to him, you know, I did, I was... I can see what's, you know, I'm, I can see the trans. I can see what's real. You know what I mean? Like I had mm-hmm. half, I have a lot of half siblings that just, you know, weren't in the picture with me growing up, like yeah. in, a, in our household. So, but yeah, back to this though, when it comes to like singledom and so I want to talk to you, Becky, because you really, this, this has been something that I, I could tell is like mm-hmm. made a huge impact to you in your heart. And like the way I wanted to kind of like spin it was like, I wanted to know if, you know, to the listener, you listening, you know, if you've ever had a feeling of like, man, you know, I've been dating, you know, and like maybe you're single now or maybe you have been in the past mm-hmm. and like you might have feelings of like, man, that person was such a waste. Like, God, you know, like, you know, I wasted my time with right. them and like, you know, and so this kind of stemmed this conversation that me and Becky were having and like she was saying how, you know, even though you know, basically like this person, like she see, she's heard people say that and she actually says that that's actually something she doesn't really necessarily agree with. Right. Right. Because, well, I was telling Kim that I, well, you, I, if you're spiritual, you know, like we, we just got a Mercury in retrograde, which is kind of a time for like upheaval for it's been tough many people and many things. And I think it really dragged us Whoa. through the, but anyways, so with that being said, I've had a few clients in the last, you know, few weeks who are going through breakups, you know, and very, very unfortunate, tragic things. And 
the common thing that I keep hearing the common phrase is like, if I would have known this, I would have never wasted my time with this person and blah, blah, blah. And, you know, um, you know, it really made me reflect on like what, how I feel about the people I've dated. Cause obviously, you know, like I, in the episode that we did with being single in the pandemic, which was really fun. And thank you for listening. It did really well. And that's why I was curious to see like what has been working. So, I, And it would surprise me, you know, she really was like, yeah. people want to hear my tea. I'm like, bitch, that's all they want to hear. <laughs> they want to hear. Yeah, your tea, it was, I mean, cool, you know, but you know, for me, I guess it's I, tying that all back in. I guess if this is what you guys want to talk about, like, you know, we'll talk about it. But for me, it's like I've never, I don't, I've learned to not see it as that anymore, Mm -hmm. as like a waste of time. Like, I think people are going to impact you in different, impact you in so many different ways, sometimes small ways, sometimes big ways, sometimes in ways like maybe they'll help you get a job or elevate yourself in your career, or maybe they gave you really good advice, but I really do think like everyone, it's like, it's, you're never, you're always right where you need to be. There's never any reason to feel like someone was a waste, you know, and, and in particular, you know, like how you guys know that my, you know, my family and I, we've been going through a lot right now. And one thing in particular, I, I do feel, like I said, I said earlier, I do feel very supported and I do feel very grounded. You know, I have the support of my friends. Thankfully, I live in a state where cannabis use is legal. So cannabis has been really helpful for me. You know, like anytime I feel like I'm starting to spiral with my grief, you know, like I'm able to smoke and it really kind of just brings me back down to earth and like kind of just helps me breathe and relax, you know. And also too, like with that, like it's made me able to handle crisis a lot better and like be there for like take care of myself. And because I'm taking care of myself, I'm able to be there for others. So I feel like I've been really supportive towards my mom and like I'm really observing her at this time has been real. it's truly been not, a, I don't want to say amazing, but it's, it's been eye opening to see how she moves through times of crisis and how different she and I handle this, this grief and, and this, how we're navigating this time of crisis. Like I'm in a place where I'm like, I took a shower, my clothes are clean, my bed's clean. I brushed my teeth. I brushed my hair. I ate something. I'm drinking water. I'm sleeping. Okay. I'm good. You know what I mean? Versus like my, I was telling Kim, it's like, the house is immaculate right now. The cat is shedding and you would have no fucking idea. Yeah. Like it is on, it is like immaculate. And like, and you know what I mean? And it's like, that's how she's getting, it that's out. how she's getting it out. Yeah. And so I'm able to see her like disassociating and I'm just like, Oh my God. And like, I guess I'm just, I feel so lucky that I've worked through so many things that have gotten to this point where I'm able to see my mom as a human. And I yeah. feel like, Hopefully, and I feel like it's healing for me to feel like I'm being a good daughter to her in my own way Mm -hmm. and not in a way that's like seeking her approval. Right. You know what I mean? And so one of the, how I even got here is, is really wild too, because it ties back into like my dating life, you know? And last August, you know, because as you guys know, I've been dating since I finished vaccinating, finished, you know, being vaccinated in May. 
So last August, without going into the details, but I posted a thirst trap of sorts on social media and a DM-esque situation arose out of that. And I ended up meeting this guy on the internet um, who very like he the way he came on to me because also he didn't live here either he lived on the east coast um but traveled here to chicago a lot for work so there was like that connection there but mind you guys like his situation was riddled with red flags okay like absolutely like i mean it was bad was this the one that was like that was trying to beat up somebody like beat up his sister's like boyfriend Yes. Oh, my. I remember this. Yes. Oh, bitch. Yes. I remember this now. Yeah. Oh, my God. (laughs) And um, so, you know, that first, you know, two days that we were talking, like, we said, all right, cool. He's going to come visit. You know, like, I, we, those, the conversation we had enough where I was like, I'm I'm down for this. I'm down to, like, explore this, you know. Becky loves an out of state (laughs) nigga. She loves a nigga that don't live here. (laughs) I do. I do. She loves an out of state Um, nigga. But I like the local ones too. A do lot. you though, bitch? <laughs> do you? No, I do. I do. Feel like the lo- the further away they are, the better. No, no, <laughs> no. I don't think that way. No, I don't. But anyways, that's besides the point. But anyways, this was not a situation I was not foreign to. So I was like, all right, I'll check this out. You know, like let's see what happens. So, but anyways, from the jump, it was like riddled with red flags. You know, and I'm in a space like how I told you guys were like. I'm done walking on eggshells for anyone, even more so like a partner, you know? And I was relentless and being like, you're full of shit. You know what I mean? And being like, that's no, no, that not doing that. So it was a lot of friction, you know, but also there was a lot of, there was chemistry, like not it, and not even just like sexual, but just like as people, you know, like we had, Shared a lot of similar interests. Um, you know, we we enjoyed a lot of like the same music and had very parallel um, family life situations, you know, but it was just bad. But, you know, one, there was this one night we're having a conversation and he asked, you know, he had just told me that he loves to dance. And I was like, so excited, you know, like, oh my God, like, cool. Like someone that knows how to dance and we're going back and forth. And he's like taught dance classes. Like he was like serious about it. So this was just not, this was not some Joe Schmo who was like twirling girls. Like he knew, like he had some finesse, you know? And Mind you, up until that point, too, like, I was kind of being, like, a snob about things still, being, like, you're full of shit and, like, acting like I was too cool and, you know, just being, like, a cunt about things just because, like, it's hard for me to, as as much as I date, it's also hard for me to connect with straight men because, like, I'm... I'm very much a girly girl and I don't pretend to be not anything else but that. You know what I mean? Like... I've, I'm sorry, like, I'm not going to pretend to like sports mm. to, to appease the guy I'm trying to, I'm not, like, right. I don't, ca- I cool for you, but like, I don't care, <laughs> you know what I mean? So like, I'm there- cute for you, <laughs> right? but I don't care. Right. And so anyways, this, this guy, you know, and he was catching that. So when he, um, when he noticed that I was so excited, he got really excited. Like, oh, finally, like something I can connect with her on, you know? So we started talking. And, and what was this about? This was about dancing, dancing you know? Okay. So he's asking me all these questions about like what I, you know, what I used to do and, you know, what I like to dance to now. 
And he asked me, he's like, well, who taught you how to dance? And I was like, I, and mind you, around this time, I was like very estranged from my mother. I was still, I knew I needed to find a way to forgive her. Mm. You know, I knew I needed to make peace with like, my relationship with her is never going to be what I want it to be. You know, it's a good relationship, but it's never going to reach the lanes I would love it to be in. And that's okay. But I needed to find a way to like bring myself back down to just be okay. Like be neutral to that, you yeah. know, as best as I can, just because I'm, I was in a space where like, I knew I want my mom in my life, you know, even though she's problematic in some ways to me and she doesn't always give me the peace that I need. I knew that I wanted her around. So I was going to have to make peace with something. And I just hadn't figured out what that was or how I was going to do it. And so I was kind of sitting in that. So the moment he asked me, like, who taught you how to dance? It was like this wave came over me of like, oh, my God, it was my mom, you know. And then I I had this moment where, like, I saw my mom, like, as a teenager, like, first. My mom was born in Mexico, but they brought her here as a baby. So she was raised as a first-generation kid, even though uh, she was technically an immigrant. Okay. And, like, I don't know about you guys, but I just think... There's something about first generation kids, you know, or like people that we've got to swagger to us because we've had to navigate a world where like we don't fit in here and then we don't fit in there, mm -hmm. you know, like you're kind of on your own. And so it's cool that my mom was like into like music, like Lattice Night in the Pips and like, you know, she yes. loved to dance and it wasn't just like one kind of music, you know, like she loved disco and she loved you know, all that stuff. And like, so like, she's the one who taught me how to dance, you know? And like, notice like, oh, wait, this girl's got some moves. Like, let me sign her up for dance classes. And it just like went from there, mm -hmm. you know? And she's always encouraged it. Like, you know, anytime we like, or at a party, like, oh, Becky, go dance. Or like, oh, so-and-so to dance, you know, like, go do it. Like, she likes to see me like out there, you That's know? Cute. So I, and, and, and I just had this moment, I'm like, oh my God, she's just my mom. You know what I mean? And she, and she was just some young girl who was like trying to find her way and f kind of found her place in like music and dancing too, even though she mm -hmm. didn't, she wasn't in a band or wasn't a musician. It was just something she enjoyed. Cause guys, my mom's record collection is fucking it. Yeah. Like it's so fun. She has the original Michael Jackson thriller in her record collection. Bitch. And you know, I, that it's just so it's wild it is fucking wild and it's it's crazy because like that's what me and my siblings fight over like oh. who's gonna get that one you, you know done? that you like, know that i have george's record collection yeah been, i know but it's been picked over <gasps> yeah because i was in thailand so everybody came over yeah bitch. girl i would have i know and i told the them, aries i know the aries sister in me would have i listen would, i told them there like, would have been held there would have been hell to... I was like, y'all take whatever. fire coming out of my mouth and ears. Girl, when I tell you, I was like, take whatever, leave me the record collection. But the thing is like, it's there and there's some bangers, but I know some things are missing and it's killing. Yeah, <sighs> I know. I know. Well, when I get my record collection Bitch. from when I beat my siblings out of small claims court... Oh my God. <laughs> oh my God. You're going to be on Judge Mathis. Yeah, yeah, like, yeah. Fight, like, you can come over and we can My sister's out. a cunt and she won't give me the record collection. <laughs> Uh, the, the, the Michael Jackson thriller record. Fuck her. Right. So, okay. Would so, you stand if you saw me on Judge I Madness? would. 
I would. <laughs> I would like. I would announce Wait. it. It would be a big Wait, deal. Wait, but okay, guys. Me and my brother and sister, we're all smart asses too. Oh we all gosh. think we know. We all think we know everything. Everything. So bitch. like, it would actually be quite a mess to see us in small claims court. It would be entertainment. <laughs> let me tell you, the judges would. We would eventually make it to the Supreme Court. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. Because Stewie would just fucking like Stevie would just fucking like. You know, like get it to that level of like, <laughs> oh my god, I can't. Anyways, back to the story. So <laughs> oh, basically, yeah, yeah, yeah. okay. So basically, so basically, so yeah. this guy made yeah, you realize he, yeah, that you, you had know? this. This that it rekindled this connection to your right. mother that you've been missing for many years. You've been you've been kind of feeling this void with your right, mom, right. and so it sparked that. So and and it was just and I was also like so grateful to him too because, you know, the thing about dating guys is like. Most of the time, it's people that really can't have a conversation, much less like a deep conversation. And it's like every once in a while, you'll find people that are. And when you do, it's like it's just so like, I don't know. It just it was just really beautiful, you know, and I was there were a lot of things that he kind of opened my eyes to. And, you know, I don't know. It it, it made me realize like. Because mind you, to, to finish the story with him too, we never met because I cut him off before I could even go there. Because I was just like, you know what? The red flags are fucking like it was bad, guys. It, I it was, was like, bad. Becky, you need to leave. Yeah, this like and, I was like, leave and we him was. Alone. All, I think we talked for like what two and a half weeks or something like that. It wasn't a. It long wasn't that time. long, but I know it affected it, you deeply. Yeah, because, but there were some scary, scary red flags, and I was like, girl. Yeah, it was not good, but yeah, it, but. But um, when it was good, when, like I said, when we would have these moments of just like talking and sharing things and it, it, it with him, it was so good. It, and, it, and it just, there's nothing like someone that makes you open your eyes. You know what I mean? Because like your friends can do it. But even then after, after some time, like you get so close that like you kind of just accept each other and your bullshit, you know, so you stop calling it out in a way. But and obviously with your family, it's your family. But to hear it from someone who was like a neutral party, you know, like it was very much like, I mean, like I said, nothing came of it, but it could have been the beginning, but it was very like, wow, like mm-hmm. you're someone like, I'm sorry that you don't have your shit together. You know, like this isn't going to work. You're not going to waste my time and I'm going to protect my heart here. So right. good luck to you. Take care. I doubt I'll ever hear from him again. I still haven't heard from him. Mm-hmm. Um, but it was a moment. It was a moment. And so I so don't do know. You I feel guess, like I guess for me, it's like I, I think we sometimes when we're single, it's easy to think back and like just look at your relationships, like the solid relationships that you've had. But we don't give enough credit to like the people that kind of that just kind of pass through quickly. And sometimes like it doesn't even have to be a long-term relationship that's impactful. It could be this short little, like this guy was guys. I never even kissed this guy. We FaceTimed, you know what I mean? But like, we didn't, we didn't get, I mean, he was a real person, you know, we didn't get that far, but it was just like, it made an impact. You yeah. know what I mean? It really made an impact. It's cause I'm like, what if I had been like from the jump? Like, I don't want to fucking talk to you, dude. Mm-hmm. Like get all my fucking DMS, like bye. But there was something that like made me kind of stick around to see. And like, how would I have navigated this time if I hadn't had that, 
Mm. If I hadn't had that time with him. Because you still would have been disassociated from your mom. Mm -hmm. And you wouldn't have been able to, because like you said, your family has been going through a really hard time. So you've been able to see your mom through a different lens. Right. So if you couldn't, you won't, you wouldn't be able to see your mom from that lens if it wasn't for that guy. Right. Right. Yeah. Yeah. So do you think that people, you know, whatever it may be, like, do you think that like, do you think it's possible to have date like to fuck a guy or have a date with a person that you feel like it was a waste like no, everybody everybody is worth like everybody that you has should, come you should be like learning something from every date whether it's like a good oh you only went out for a drink you know what i mean or like you should be taking something away from mm-hmm. it and I think that's one way to navigate it too, because it's, believe me guys, it's madness. You know what I mean? Like it's, it's, I've been having fun, you know, like I can't say the same for others, but it's craziness. Like there are times that I'm like, what the fuck am I doing? You know what I mean? Like, why am I putting myself through this? But it's cause like I need, I want a partner. I want to get there. You know what I mean? But I'm also not going to get there, not putting myself out there. True. So I think when you can kind of look at it as like, okay, I want to get some, well, at least one positive thing out of each experience, out of every person I date, then I think that can also kind of help you kind of drown out the noise of like the people that definitely don't deserve your time. Amen. Because there are a lot of them who are clamoring for it all the time. You know what I mean? And it's just like, you need to move through that, you mm-hmm. know? And, but, and so when you can move through that being like, if you're not going to bring something positive to the table, like, I don't need to do this. And that can mean sexually, emotionally, intellectually, spiritually, you know, compa- in companionship. Like, if it's not going to be, it's, if it's going to be a negative impact, don't do it. Well, and you know. Yeah. You know, I, I don't like, think that, any, I don't think a lot of us can handle, can you know, I don't have the bandwidth to, to bring in more negativity, you know right. what I mean? Like I'm Especially already, with ev- and that's why Kim's, and like, that's like I said with Kim, I'm like, I can see how someone can be single and dating right now in this moment in June, 2022 and be like, I'm having a miserable go at it because yeah. everyone else is miserable. Yeah. You know what I mean? But that's how you kind of like work through that is like, all right, like I've got enough misery to deal with, you know, yeah. day to day. Like, the world is falling apart, but if so, if you're not good, if you're going to add to that misery, like, see ya. Right. Don't need you. Well, would you say that, that like, are you, cause I know you Becky and I know you're an intellect and like, you want to be deep with people right away off the bat. And mm-hmm. so are you finding that the, the people that you're dating out there are being, will are willing to be transparent and open and vulnerable with you right away? Or are you finding that they're, like a ghost of a shell and they're just like kind of navigate, like they're literally Um, just walking zombies surviving this world that we're living in. I think it depends, you know, because I think you're always going to run into people that are shut off. You know what I mean? Like, I don't think, yeah. yeah. Like, I don't think that's the, that's the whole point of dating is like, I'm going to get to know you to see what you're about. And if I, so the collective hasn't changed as a mat, like there's still those, like, you know what I mean? Like, like my question is like, has people been have are people now more vulnerable to dating and being more open and honest with are each you other? About people, are you talking about straight men? Oh my girl, that's heavy. <laughs> I, I was like, Ooh, uh, well, I mean, like you know, I, I, let me just ask you that, you know, okay. just because you're in front of me, like my listener. Do I that, feel like people are more willing to be vulnerable? Yeah, with the um, with the with the with the way the world is now, like pre, you know, pre COVID PC. 
I you don't know. know. I can't really say. Okay. It's difficult right yeah, now. Yeah. I feel like that's hard to say because I I know there are times that I'm not vulnerable. Like, uh-huh. you know what I mean? Now, like, do you think it's the opposite? Do you think there's a more of a guard now because of everybody that's been, everything that's been going on? Do you think that you're finding it that more people have built up a solid wall? Like, maybe it was like a wood wall, but now it's a brick wall. Like, or talking about for me or for other people? I mean, the people that you're dating, that you're seeing, like, like, you know, you, you, you have a pretty good, mm. you know, you know, you, you can read people really well in a sense of like seeing where their people are at. And so if you, you can kind of like start to talk to somebody like, ah, oh, this person's got this going on. Like this. Oh yeah. Got, you know? But I feel like that's, that's dating though. You yeah. know what I mean? Like, and I guess now that we're saying it out loud, you know, yeah. what, you know what the work I need to do is, is that just because a guy is being vulnerable with me and sharing things with me doesn't mean that they're ready to be in a relationship oh, either. Oh, one thousand percent. Like I'm literally having an. I'm literally thinking of that right now. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. Maybe that's where my mistakes have been. It's like, mm-hmm. okay, cool, you're open and your your wall is down, but that doesn't like. What are you? What do you like? I where said all the you time, at? Becky. <laughs> you give these niggas way too much because <laughs> no, no, it's Kim, it's that's yeah. definitely Kim has been in the back of my head with that for a. <laughs> She'd be like, Kim. Yeah, like, yeah. She'd be like talking and saying her thing. And I'm like, girl, you've been giving these niggas too <laughs> no, much. But lately I, I lately I haven't. I haven't right. been giving them anything <laughs> thanks to Kim, you know, and they're VV confused. And I'm just like, don't know what to tell you. Like, no. I don't, I don't, I'm not, Ugh. I'm busy. I feel like, or, I feel I'm like not, it, I told someone I was unavailable for the next week. And you you are, whatever. Yeah. Like, you know what I mean? Like, that's where you're at. So, yeah. like, I don't know. It's, like, for me, it's, like, I don't know how I could be able to connect with someone if I wasn't just very straightforward with them about, like, where yeah, I'm and at. Yeah, and, and like, it, but see, and that's, but it's funny. That's how, where, for me, I get when you say I'm giving them too much, but, like, it's really hard for me to be fake. I can't, oh, you know girl. what I mean? Like, it's exhausting. Like, it's not for me. And so, like, if a guy comes at me and tell like hey what's up with you i'm gonna be like this is what's up with me yeah. you know what i mean and, and they're gonna be like oh, right shit okay right. so exactly. <laughs> exactly this bitch is going through it uh yeah but which is real mm-hmm. right it's like okay well th- you asked right i'm giving you honesty right, right? giving you you know truth factual factoids right what is it uh fairy t- no fairy tales fallacies <laughs> no lies fairy, fairy tales or fallacies shout out to kid fury <laughs> Um, no, I, I love that, you know, and thank you. Thank you, Becky, for being transparent and sharing a little bit yeah. more about yourself. Cause I know this is something that Becky's like, I think she's, she's slowly getting, she's slowly like feeling it a little bit. She's like, you know what? I'm going to give him a little taste. I was very surprised to see these numbers when you pull them up. I was like, wait, what? Like the bullshit episodes where we talked about ourselves are doing better than like, yeah. The abortion rights episodes. What the fuck, guys? Y'all don't care. And whatever. Fuck y'all. If you want to... <laughs> I'm just kidding. No, I mean, like, um, I, I can't... Okay. I, like, I, like I told Becky, like like you guys know, like, and I just explained, I literally cried over a podcast that I've been, yeah. I've been listening to for 10 years, right? Literally, guys... You know, we form bonds, we form relationships. This right. is a this is a relationship that I'm building with you guys, with you, the listener, right? And I'm I'm gonna try my best to start addressing you, the person listening, right? Because at the end of the day, right now it's between me and you, this person that's listening to my voice. You know, and like I was telling Becky, like, I feel like, you know, when it comes to a good content creator, when it comes to good podcasting, 
is creating that relationship with your listener. Yes. You know, and I think that's something that I want to be actively working towards all the time because I've loved the podcast. My, the ones that I love are the ones that build that relationship with mm-hmm. me. And I feel like I am connected to them and I feel like I am a part of their lives because they and are you so are. Right. You, you are. Know? Right. And people are with us, you know. Exactly. So that's and that's why I And you know, that's something I really haven't taken stock of until literally today. It's like, <laughs> oh shit, like I'm not just the co-host. They do want to get to know me yeah. more, which that's cool, guys. Thank you. I yeah. will we love you, Becky. I will consider I'm very much I come off like an open book, but I'm not. You know, a lot of people think they know me, but they really don't. Oh, like, y'all don't know Becky. <laughs> the memoirs, woo, right. they owe me so But good. I will, I'll, I'll think I'm open to like sharing more for sure. You know, like, I think, like this was fun. Like I, like I said, this guy, obviously it went nowhere, but like I have the softest place in my heart for him. I really do. Like, and I... I'm so grateful that I met him and that we talked and I shared those things. And like, I love that. You know what I mean? And I, I'm so excited that I met him and that he had such a profound impact on me in that way. And you like, live for those bitch, you live for a connection like that. Like in a sense of like, it's, if it's especially if it's, it's me, if it's going to help you like see things or elevate yourself yeah. and like challenge things for you, and, you but know, it's rare, you know I mean? Is, I, yeah. I'm, listen, I talk to people all day long at right. my job and for the most part it is, it's a it's very much a delight it really is however not everyone is going to not every conversation I have is impactful you know and I feel like up until that point I was yearning for that because after when we reopened the salon in June 2020 it was like I was truly in my therapist bag like people were scared people were upset and then it was also like traumatic for me because all of my clients were like, oh my God, are you okay? You didn't work for three months and blah, blah, blah. And so of course I had to share like, guys, don't worry. Like I was fine. Like, you know what I mean? Like I'm royalty. <laughs> She's like, I'm Mexican royalty. Not, not even, I was very much in a good place where like I had a, some money saved up and think, thank God, like I got unemployment. It was fine. You know what I mean? Like, yeah, girl, unemployment saved us all. Right. Right. Your girl would not be okay. Right. Okay? Right. And so like, for that's been that's been my life for like the last like two years, you know, and so you always do remember the conversations where people made you think or people made you see something differently when you talk to people all day long. Yeah. And, you know, with this guy, you know, it was very much like conversation, deep conversation that just just made me open my eyes and made me like things kind of just clicked, you know, and. I think that's the beauty of like sitting in your thought and sitting in neutral and not beating yourself up is like, like it was, it was a stretch where I was like, I need to find a way to forgive my mom or or just to see her in a different light, but I can't right now. And that's okay. You know what I mean? Like I will figure it out. Like it will come to me at some point. And it came to me in the most like unexpected way, you know? Mm-hmm. Yeah. Yeah. Right. Like mm-hmm. a ran- like a dude totally. that you just started talking. Yeah. Right. And so like, random. Yeah. No. But you know what? And mind you guys too, because like he didn't live here. Like, I'm not going to lie. I was on some horny shit. Like I was very like, yeah, well, he'll come. We'll see what happens. And then I'll figure it out. You know what I mean? Like I wasn't really yeah. not serious about it. And that was also part of the friction too. It wasn't just him. So mm-hmm. I don't want to. Look at you back. <laughs> Being a Look at that. Y'all, that's accountability right there. She said it wasn't just him. Woo. 
That's growth, guys. Just She's in case growing. he's listening to this, because he did. I did send him the podcast, and so I don't know if he still listens. Well, you just never know, girl. <laughs> you just never know. Shout out to you. You know who you are. So, I mean, when it comes to like, you know, obviously, guys, you know, I am in a relationship, you know, with producer Rick. Shout out to Rick Dog. We love you down. <laughs> um, you know, and so it's been a while since I've been in single. You know, and. You know, but I, I listen, I spent a lot of my 20s sing, single, mm-hmm. you know what I mean? My 20, I was out here, you know what I mean? And more so like this was all though now completely different, you know, because I often do think like, man, I wonder how it is to be single after in this pandemic. Because I was, you know, I was single before the pandemic, you know, and, um, you know, traveling and dating and like for me, that was a different it was a different priority though. Like mm-hmm. I was very much on my, like live my life, live my best life. You were, you and were, so if these niggas were there, I, you, I guess you were not, I'm definitely like the boy crazy one in this. Yeah. 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 And she like, this is back in the day when Becky was trying to convince me to go on Tinder. <laughs> She's like, bitch, go on Tinder. Come on. And I'm like, Becky, leave me alone. Like, I don't want to, you know? So like, yeah, you know, I mean, we're just very different people, right? right? We are, we are very different people. And for me, you know, you know, I I love the connections, you know, and I feel like that. Yes, I feel like for me, I, what I can like kind of like correlate your experience with is with the people that I've met during my travels. Yeah. You know, and it's like we didn't have sexual relationships, but like I've met some amazing friends throughout right. the years from traveling. And I literally can like remember, like I'm telling you, just like that one woman, that one girl I met in Australia that literally changed the trajectory of my life. I don't even remember her name, but she literally was staying in the hostel in Sydney, Australia with me. And she says that she told me, she's like, she's like, fuck America. Just come here and live, live here, live here in Australia. She's like, I am a nanny here. She's like, I'm an, I'm, I'm an au pair. She's like, I'm, she was like from like, I don't know, like Wisconsin or something, like whatever Midwest bitch, Mm -hmm. you know? white girl, you know what I mean? Cool, you know, cool, like cool girl, you know what I'm saying? And so I literally was traveling, didn't think anything up twice about it. I was always going to go back home and get my old job. You know, I was, a, I was, a, I was a graphic designer at the time. Right. And so I was like, always going to go back and get my, Kim little... was like on like, she'd be home for like a month and then gone be three, gone for three, right? Home for a month and right. gone for three. Well, this one was like the first, this is the first time. This is like when I was like backpacking for the three months when I was gone okay. and I left my job at, like on that sabbatical. Remember like, right. I, told, I just like, like, Oh, I'll, but I always, I always technically like had the job cause I, they, they asked, were paying yeah. you, right? No, no, no. no. We take oh. an unpaid, we, they were asking us cause we we're slow. We, they were slow during the summers. Oh. And so they literally went around and asked each of our employees like, Hey, would you, would any of you guys want to take an unpaid leave just to help with like the payroll? And I was like, bye. I was like goodbye like I literally left for three months and just traveled you know and so I always had I technically always had a job but when I got back home like I literally took that girl's advice to heart yeah and she does I don't even know her name she has no idea the impact she's made on my life you did because you did come home out of nowhere you're like I'm moving to Australia I was like oh shit yeah Becky was probably like what like yeah everybody I just you know I literally saw things completely differently because the thing is Mm -hmm. like I was always I was stuck I was stuck in a rut at that job you know I really didn't understand you know I always felt like okay I'm in this I'm in this graphic design world in this like it's very like niche I was working for like a trade show company we made these signs for for advertisements and like 
I thought that like that was the only option for me. Mm-hmm. And then the thing is like it was only this and it was a very small niche. So like it was that company or this other company, which I'm like, neither one of that sound good. So like I didn't even realize I had more options than just that. Right. Not, but not only that, like I literally had the option to not even be in this fucking country. I was like, I can even just leave and live somewhere else in the world. I had no I that that you had your cross. Thai passport already, right? This was before I okay. did, I think. But you knew that was an option for you. Yeah. Like, I, I mean, not at that time. Passport. Later on, I did. Yeah. yeah. Later on, when I got back, I think that after I got back from my day. Yeah. I think after I got back from backpacking, I realized that. Mm-hmm. And so I was like, ooh, this is going to be helpful for me to have both right. passes, to be a dual citizen. So, yeah. So I did get my Thai passport as well as my U.S. passport. So I, you know, when traveling in Asia, that will, that always comes in handy because you don't have to pay the visas because, you know, like right. if you're a U.S. citizen and you have, there's like visas you have to pay, but not if you're a Thai passport. But anyways, like I literally like look back at that in my life. I'm like, wow. You know, and then that was just a moment. That was just a person that crossed my path that made a huge impact. Yeah. But also that have had many others, you know, and so right. it, it's, it's beautiful to look back at and be like, wow, you know, like where would my life be at if I didn't cross paths right. with that person? You know, like, where would I even fucking be? Would I have even, would I have even moved to Australia right. if I didn't run into her? You know what I mean? And she just kind of planted that seed in my head that was possible, you know? And then I literally at that same hostel, I met Marga, Margarita, who was on my show too. Like, um, she was in, um, shout out to Marga Bino, uh, Margarita, she's my Italian boo-boo. She was on episode 22, um, and it's called International Vibes featuring Marga Bino. And she, um... I met her, I literally met her in, in Australia at that hostel. And not only was she like, you're cool as fuck, but she was like, I'm moving to Melbourne, Australia. And if you want to come live with me, come on, bitch. I didn't know her. You know, I, I just met her at that hostel and she just was so warm hearted and beautiful and just literally opened up her home. So I, I literally, I was like, I bet. I'm like, I'm gonna call you out on that. I mean, I'm gonna hold you to that. And I sure did. And I was sleeping in her bed with her for a month while I lived there. So she will always, ha- and that's another person that will always hold dear to my heart because she opened up her fucking bed to me, bitch. You know, like didn't even know me and allowed me to sleep in the bed with her. Wow. You know what I mean? So that's beautiful. Yeah. Like there, there are beautiful people, beautiful moments in the world. And so if we can just sit back, guys, and just start to have a little bit more perspective on everything and like, really can like or just be open and like don't beat up you know like the smallest little like right it's not that or or like you know like don't don't be like oh well it didn't matter because we didn't even talk or i never even met or oh you cheated on me like that was a waste of time or this you know this was that it's like no just like let the experience just be what it is right you know why does it have to be anything more than that it doesn't you know like it really doesn't and what did you gain from that Perspective. I'm, you know what I mean? I'm sure right. you learned something from that experience. You know what right. I mean? Isn't that what life is about? Right. Isn't that what we're here on this planet to And to not experience? everyone is going to be the one. To Kim's point, sometimes people are going to make an impact on you. You're not even remember who, their name or who they were. Shout out to her. You I know, don't know her name. like if there's just so many ways it can go, you yeah. know, and I think it's a good way to just like keep it moving and to be like, all right, like thanks universe for showing me this person yeah. and keeping me single and having me bop around on these streets literally you know? bop around <laughs> she's bopping around um no i think that that's great becky and i love that you are sharing um you know some of your personal life on the show because i do feel like it's super relatable mm-hmm. i feel like everybody's i feel like a, a lot of people are experiencing that as well and like i said i feel like i i that's what true content creation and podcasting is about i think it's like really kind of finding um your audience 
And I know we haven't found you guys all. You know what I mean? Like, I know that, like, down the line, years later or whatever, you know, you're going to listen back to this old episode and be mm-hmm. like, wow, look at those bitches talking about some shit that didn't, you know, like, whatever. And, like, who knows where we'll be at? Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? Like, you know, later in these, those years. You know, right. I just think that's magical. I think that's right. so beautiful. And I think that... You know, because I love that. You it's know, a I'll, moment in time. Absolutely. You mm-hmm. know, I love hearing like, you know, again, shout out to like Jesus and Mero, who they're they have their own fucking show on Showtime, and now they they started as podcasters in New York City, and just two broke Bronx guys that just you know both tourist men. I know. Ooh. Yeah, <laughs> both Jesus and Mero tourist guys. Men. They're hilarious. If you've never seen their show, like, or listened to their podcast, or seen any of their content, they are like such a riot they are such a good time mm-hmm. and becky you went to the show oh uh, yeah i went to yeah. the show i didn't even know who the, i i know i didn't even listen but i was like they're like come and i was like all right i'll go and yeah. i was like oh my god these guys are super funny yeah i invited becky to go see them live with me oh like, my god remember yeah. when i convinced you to tweet um oh uh jesus Yes. Uh-huh. Yeah. Oh, yeah. yeah I don't even know if anything went. Yeah, I don't know. <laughs> this was a long time ago. Yeah. Kim was like finally warming up to like dating, you know, like kind. And I was like, we were going out afterwards. And I was like, girl, tweet him. Oh, see bitch. what happens. And yeah. She fucking, I was like, girl. <laughs> Honestly, though, like that was like a true moment of like, wow, like seeing people that I've watched their uh, trajectory of life come up and it was like I was so proud you know what I mean because I literally remember them like literally like just podcasting in their basements broke as shit eating ramen noodle packages (laughs) you know that whole thing you know and it's just it's really beautiful because it's like I love that story I'm obsessed with that story if I can't I can't hear that story enough I'm sorry fuck you you know trust fund babies you know what I mean like or people that have had a silver spoon like shout out to y'all like it's not your fault you know what I mean that you were you were born into it however you know they're the real ones no like I have friends that are you know more well to do and they, they but they're really humble still and they're really good people right shout out to them but like i said i love a success story i love people that have that perspective that lens for both worlds and and um, and meryl i mean they still like i that night at the show someone asked like what what was the first thing you bought with money and oh yeah jesus had something ridiculous he was like i'm stupid you know but meryl was like i bought a bag of salt for the ice and i was like i fucking feel that like you know what i mean like i was just like yo and like I don't know. Like, I, I love that. Like, I love Wait, that. Wait, salt? Like, salt for the ice. Like, you throw salt on the ground when it's Oh, snows, just like some real shit. And it melts yeah. the ice. Yeah. Like, Is that what he said? Yeah. Oh, I don't remember that. <laughs> Becky has the most, like, amazing memory. She'll remember, like, little, like, stuff like that. Whereas, girl, I, that went right over my head. It's That's my crazy. Si- it's like my psycho side that remembers, like, the smallest detail. Literally. Like, if I need to find a date of something, like, Becky, do you know what, what month <laughs> that we did don't so-and-so? And she'd be like, oh, yeah, that was, like, February of 2017. I'm like, <laughs> wow. Like, right now. <laughs> this is embarrassing, but, like, when did my dad pass? In 2017, no, no, it was 2018. I'm I'm generally asking. It was 2017. It was 2017. Yeah, 2017. Mm-hmm. Yeah, it was 2017. Do you remember the month or no? It was like August. I think yeah. I think it was like July. Yeah. I think it was yeah. It was July or August. Yeah. It was no. hot. It was summertime. Yeah. 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 She's not wrong, guys. Like she's very good with dates. Like I I dead ass will because I'm the type I will just. 
I do that. I think that's just how I cope. I don't remember shit. And like, or yeah, it was, you know what? It was like late June, July ish. Cause I remember you came home after that. So it was, it was July. He died on July 11th. He died on July 11th. 2017. The date, the date though, the, the, the year is always the one that I always can't remember. It was 2017 because you came, that's when you came home to live. Like right after that. Yeah. So I remember we went to go eat at big star when you had come home and you were like, Oh yeah. Super tight about being home. Yeah. I was on my like, fuck this, fuck this country. I was like, fuck America. She was so mad. I mean, rightfully so. It was Trump was our our president. Oh yeah. No, was, no, no, no. This was before, girl. I had to come home and then I had to come home to a president. Yeah, because this was... The, That's what I'm saying. You, when your dad... You still weren't living here when no, your dad died. No, so then yeah. you came home right after that. So so basically, this is a cue that we're going to have to wrap it up because now we're just rambling. <laughs> right, 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 right. Um, great conversation. <laughs> I hope this resonated with uh, you, listener. I think that, you know... You know, even if this is not necessarily something that you can relate to directly, I'm sure there's someone in your life that's also experiencing the same thing. And I encourage you guys to share any sort of like if you guys have any of these episodes. Oh my god! If guys- there's a if there's a short lived relation, aka relationship in your life, <laughs> I'm like I don't think people know my lingo. But if there's a short lived relation, but that was very impe- impactful to you, like DM us why or how or what went down i'd love to hear your story because like this guy was not i mean it was very like you're full of shit from literally like day one and so he was around for like three weeks and it's just so crazy that like i'm still like wow like thank god i met him right you know like this that was incredible yeah so i would love to hear your story he wants the tea. I want the tea. She wants the drama. <laughs> Give her the chaos and negativity. <laughs> um, no, yeah, I definitely, you know, yeah. So we're going to go ahead and wrap things up. Um, as always, guys, if you guys just find us on Instagram, the, everything's in the show notes in the description box. Find us on TikTok, you know, reach out to us in the community. We want to be more vocal and open with you guys. Um, if you guys are in the Chicagoland area, you guys want to see me twerk my ass for Juneteenth. Uh, tickets for uh, Fierce's par- uh, Juneteenth party will be um, in the show notes. I'll put that in the show notes. And you can go ahead and purchase and you can come and kiki with us. We'll have a little vendor table. Becky's going to be with her dad and her dad's a cancer and he's not going to miss. No. She's not going to miss that. He would so, never forgive me. Exactly. So it'll be me. I don't think I don't know if there's anybody else that's going to join me. But for right now, it'll be me there. And I'm, I really just want to connect to... Um, you know, all my sex work community, like my sex workers out there, my pole dancers by um, Becky's going to go because she has to pee. So I'm going to wrap up the bye show. Guys. There's Becky. So bye. And um, yeah. So thank you again for listening. We really, truly appreciate everything. Um, and we're going to do our best to have more engagement with the with you, the listener. And yeah, we appreciate you. And we will see you guys next week. Bye. Kimbo out. Brought to you by the Rick Dog Network. We'll shoot the damn dog.